big day today, Emily. And I said, girl, I want you to come, come on over, lay a little air upon my shoulder. Air. 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 of Russell Stone. Oh. Sick. Taking me on a journey. All right. Welcome Woo. to a very special episode. They're all special, but this one is extra special. Oh, it's so special. Because it's our birthday theme episode. Come on over. You say it's your birthday. Yeah, it is. Because it's in honor of your birthday, Jeffrey. Oh, Emily. You know I don't like my birthday as much as you. Hey, you know that what? Is I'm a fact. sick of this freaking stigma I have about my birthday. But you know what? This, this time it's all about you. And we have so much going on that you don't even know about. Oh, really? Is it like special birthday? I didn't even think about this. Oh, we I didn't got even some, know that this was going to happen. I really didn't. We got some birthday surprises that Jeff has zero idea about. We also have some listener lightning round of birthday blunders, some long form that we give the treatment to with sound effects and oh, voices. And um, yeah, it's it's just, it's all it's all in honor of you, Jeffy. And yeah, how old are you turning? 43. So, so robust. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't need this, Emily. I don't require this. You know, a lot of people out there, some in this room, in my basement, really require several, several days of birthday celebrations. I know Michael S. Savage Jr. III requires many days of birthday no, celebrations. Because he had many birthday day celebrations for our last podcast. That's true. You guys went out to dinner like six times, and then you went for like charcuterie. Like the beach, and then you're in Massachusetts. <laughs> all so in like six things. days, all for his birthday. No, it Some people need that, birthday. and I'm not judging those people like you. Uh, I I think that's a wonderful thing. I'm not one. I get a tremendous amount of attention throughout the course of the day. I am an international television star a and basic cable author and up and coming podcaster. Well, you know. And movie star, Emily. I know, I forget all these things. North of the 10, look it up. I'm, I can't, well, we'll see it when it's out. No, it's not out yet. I did a movie, Emily. I know, you Very, talked about it last I think it's going to be, I hope they don't cut me out. It's quite possible. You never know. I know the game. So, yeah, I'm going to accept all the, all the birthday surprises you have for me, because I have no choice, Emily, and I think the listeners will like it. So, Well, you know what, Jeff? I want to start off with my first birthday surprise of the day. Oh, no. You see on the outline that YouTube link? Yes. Okay. I'm going to play this link. Play right this. Let's just say Emily did some... Uh... Oh, my God. Birthday surprise number one. It's, I wrote this. I wrote a birthday song. So bad. Oh my god. <laughs> got a nice little build up. 
my God. How, what did, first of all, who? where did the music come from? Um, um, from Storyblocks. So that it's was a, like a, yeah, a, yeah. A, a, a blank thing that you put lyrics over. Yes, I just put lyrics. And how did you... How did you record it? On GarageBand. And how did you do the the harmonies? I added my own vocals on top of it. And then I used some effects like, there aren't that many on GarageBand. I used helium. I used uh, helium. bass. I used uh, robot voice. Oh my God. It's so good. How long did that take you? Oh, like. (laughs) It's not easy. Seven hours about. Oh my God. Two days. I I am tickled. (laughs) Everybody has to go to our YouTube channel. Go on my Instagram. Go to the link. Go to the Come On Over Podcast YouTube channel where we've compiled all of our videos we've done. Uh, this is amazing. Emily, I, I have a feeling that this could be your big break. No, be- it's- Not for singing, but like, have you ever like Googled birthday songs for certain people? Like you record a million of these with everybody. Steve, John, oh, no. Mary, Tanya, right? No. LaTanya, <laughs> uh, Tanya. No. And I'll- you just do it. Well, oh, I, I don't God. know if I will. I'm so I, excited. It was, I got a new appreciation for what you do. It was so hard. Yeah, but you're obviously a natural. It runs into fame. I know. <laughs> I did all I the sound in the effects. sirens too. Yeah, it's I a added, birthday siren. I added sirens. Coming to rescue for having too much goddamn fun. Kick it. Wait, what'd you say there? Pour your drink and grab your friends. All right. We're gonna party like it's 1999 again. I like that. Go to the closet. Pull out those birthday pants. Yeah, this yeah. is. I mean, this is a Jeff Marl song. <laughs> I know. That's exactly- you are my inspiration. Oh my god! <laughs> so I love this. This is this is gonna be great. Oh god! I'll, I'll make another video oh, for this it. This is awesome. Keep this queued up. This is going in the. You guys, send me the file. I will send you the file. Oh, Emily, it's so hard. I can't even believe uh, that that was done. I I do not need a cool T-shirt from you this year. Well, actually, speaking of, oh we got we it's got my birthday. We got yet. birthday gift or birthday surprise number two, Jeffrey. Oh, so I to open on air. Oh my God! Here it, it's a. Oh, it's from the Birch box. No, it's, I, I just used a box. I'm mm-hmm. I'm into Grandma. repurposing. Repurposing boxes. Hold oh, on. is it a shirt? It is a shirt. How did you get a shirt? I did. Hold on. Oh, my God. What does this say? Oh, my God. <laughs> Navy Street Mixed Martial Arts, Venice, California. <laughs> if anybody has been listening to this podcast, you know we went through a very, very intense um, uh, round with Kingdom. Oh, yeah. The defunct uh, three-season series that was streaming on Netflix about the MMA fighters. And this is a Navy Street Mixed Martial Arts proper large emily i yes. thank you very much i will wear this and it's a black shirt so guaranteed i will wear it exactly i only wear black t-shirts sometimes uh well no you're wearing a purple one today it's not purple this is it's thank you maroon. i love it i'm gonna wear it today oh excellent i'm still in my I, I came right from tennis to this podcast oh yeah you so look a little, a little sweaty, sweaty but i yeah. changed my shirt but my undies Quite moist, Emily. Oh, Lord. I'm going to recycle this box that you get. Or do you want it back? To no, give- I don't. I have so many of those boxes. Whose birthday's next um, on the on the list? I don't know. Who's, I, don't um, know I think, Frank's. Oh, Frank. Frank's in September. Frankie Joe. Okay, so okay. yeah. Th- those were two out of the three birthday Oh, my God. This is, I'm so today. tickled. This is great. Okay, Emily, let's get into the show. Enough about me. Let's talk about you. And I want to know. Oh, my Heavy bass. We have it. I know the bass is. <laughs> oh, I know. I like tried to soften the bass in the post. Oh, bad. Go ahead, Emily. I'm never. Gonna, I'm gonna erase that one from memory. What 
did you do this week? Okay, a quick update. I did not get that job I talked about Aww. last week. But actually, we may revisit it in the fall. So it, hope is not lost. I am I am disappointed. I but... would be too. I was disappointed for you. I was excited for you to embark on a new adventure. But it sounds like there is hope for the fall, Emily. There is hope for the fall. And you know what? I do believe everything happens for a reason when exactly. it comes to this kind of stuff. So you know what? It's, it's up to the universe and our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, I went... Michigan City. Haven't been there. It was the first time this summer, actually. Went there uh, with Mikey Savage. I thought you guys went a couple times this summer, no? No. Well. We haven't been there in a while. But no, it just went, you know, beached it up, relaxed. Really nothing to report there. No no great stories. Um, Anything else? Oh, you know what? So in, in Orange Theory the other day, OTF. yesterday, mm-hmm. OTF, they had an endurance day, which I hate. I hate endurance days because I like to take like little walking breaks in between running on the tread. Yeah. And this time for what, 22 and a half minutes, usually you go from push pace to base pace. Uh-huh. Okay. Usually push during pace. base pace, I walk. Pace. This time I ran. There I, it is. I Emily, ran nonstop. I do not have yeah. a lot of sound effects because they erased my board, but I'm going to, that's, Think, consider that an applause. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll throw in the health update. Whoa, Emily's health update. But yeah, for 22 and a half minutes, I ran straight without stopping, which is a first for me. You and... are an athletic goddess. Oh, thank you. I'm so happy. But yeah, so that was it. That's I really, it? Wow. I, well, you know Real, what? It wasn't that, that exciting. That is not an Emily week that we're used to. I'm Usually sorry. you do so much stuff. It was all because you spent time. Writing tunes. I know, and I was writing the tunes for like two days straight. That's good. Getting I'm, that out. So so that was in, in learning and teaching myself how to do those things because, yeah. you know, I've never done that before. But you know what? I think I want to do another one. Hey. Ooh. All right, Jeff. Do it. How- it's great. More songs the merrier. Hey, I don't know. We'll see what I can do. But Jeff. Sorry about that. My week was busy. I traveled to Nashville for- Ooh. A good 24 hours. I was on the first day of shooting for Trisha's Southern Kitchen. She has not done it since the pre-pandemic. This is my third time on her show. We had a lovely time. And I was told to write a song about lunch and perform it live for Trisha using, of course, my custom Takamini that Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood gifted me, which is a very nerve wracking thing, you know, because you can't bring that on the plane. It's a big guitar. It's a big acoustic guitar. So... I had to check it in. It's very Ooh, scary. It's oh, like giving up your baby. I, I make know. them put like three Fred Gile stickers all over it. But everything, they, they handled it well. Mm-hmm. And I got there and we had a wonderful shoot time. I had dinner with the producer of Trisha's Southern Kitchen is Beth Burke, who's also the producer of Z Kitchen, who's a big fan. Shout out Hi. to... Cause she, Shout out to my friends. Shout out to the fish. Shout out to the sons and the Shout out Beth she took Shout me out, out to Dinden. We had slurping some slurping ramens. Ooh. And it was delicious. We had a bucket of little mini fried chickens, and it was wonderful. It sounds wonderful. And then we shot the day. And then I, I do want to play you this song because I do have like a video of me doing it. Yeah. Just to practice. I'm just going to give you a little taste. This is a song about lunch. I don't mind me breakfast in bed, and I don't mind me a late dinner at 10, and I don't mind me a dessert or two, but. Nothing fills me up Ooh, like a lunch break with you 
A lunch bake? A lunch break with you. Oh, a it's lunch. a song about lunch. But I can't divulge anymore because you got to tune into Trisha Southern Kitchen when Ooh. that episode airs. But that was a blast. And it's been a while since I wrote a song. And that one was not for the podcast, obviously. It no. was for a real, <laughs> like a real deal thing. Oh. And it was very nerve wracking because you're doing it for like someone who's won, like, I don't know, 15 Grammys. Yeah. You know what that's like? No. I messed it up twice. It took me three, three tries. Oh, God. Were you all like, very oh, I'm nervous. sorry. I'm so sorry. Were you I'm like, like, I can't move my fingers fast enough down the fretboard. <laughs> um, was uh, Garth lurking in the background? No, he wasn't. What about Chris Gaines? Chris Gaines is everywhere in that house because this was her old house where her mom lived and then now she just uses it for shooting oh wow it's amazing and it's like in the hills of outside nashville it's beautiful it's like gates and you're like where are the ponies oh and does she have ponies no i don't i don't know maybe on her real home but this one's just used for the show but she is the best oh Trisha. she's so awesome we have so many laughs together she treats me so nicely not that anybody would treat me you know poorly but i don't know she's a legend and i just love being in her presence and one day I will be on stage with her and Garth and I will do a song about lunch for quote unquote 68,000 people that she performed for two nights previous. Jesus. Man alive. Oh, what a um, gem. Huge news in the Morrow camp. <gasps> what? Um, It's funny. I said the word camp. Lorenzo, after three months being on the waiting list, finally got in to space camp. <sighs> He's going to Huntsville, Alabama, and he cannot be more geeked and jacked and jazzed oh, about it. Oh my God. He loves space. We've yeah. talked about it. He's kind of almost like a space savant, especially with like rocket propulsion, science, all that stuff. He loves it. He's ready. This is the time. The timing is correct because maybe if this happened last year, he wouldn't be as into space, but I think this will really solidify his love of space travel so he can go on, go to Air Force Academy, did is become a pilot and then go to space. That's what we're doing here in the oh, Marvel wow, house. Oh wow, that it's, is insane! You really think he's on that trajectory? I don't know. Who of knows? Astronaut. I mean, most kids are like, I want to be an astronaut, but he's like, Freaking he's into it. Everyone, hey, if you're a billionaire, you can go to space. Apparently now. Yeah, I guess he really didn't do Branson. Didn't, didn't do space. It wasn't real space. He didn't. They say it wasn't over. Oh, the, he just um, like went. Yeah, the uh, the Carmen line, which is either 59, 50 two miles above Earth or 60 miles above Earth, depending on the space agency. You know, that particular agency has their own line of space. And I guess, according to most agencies, he did not surpass that line. Wow, what a go. loser. Bitch. Damn. Lorenzo's going to space. I hope so. I, I never want to go to space. Space camp! Space camp is the best. Space camp is again, and we're going to space. Space camp! Space camp! Remember the movie from the 80s, Space Camp? Yes, that Where was they, terrifying. Where like, they press the wrong button. Yeah, and then they go, and they to, go space. to space. It's the best. I told the Renzo we were going to watch it. Because oh, we watched like the preview. He's like, I don't think, you know. That's going to give him the, the, the heebie-jeebies. No, don't you remember? Like, I remember there was one scene where like someone is like out of the, the space vehicle and they're on the cord and they're like grabbing at things and they can't get it's like, called an eva oh i'm sorry i don't know after gravity after watching for gravity gravity yeah the gravity is intense too intense i don't ever want to go to space i never like problems happen and in the martian i quote matt damon who played the martian he said something along the lines of it's not about if something 
happens. It's about when something happens. It's true. How you adjust. It's all and about it, space. Like, things are going to go wrong constantly in space. Mm-hmm. You know, the space station on the moon is going to blow up and people are going to have to go out without spacesuits and try to save There's everybody on the sp- yep. with Don't duct. give it away. Damn. I'm sorry, but I have. I've been seeing it on more lists of like best shows of 2021 is For All Mankind. Which, it didn't get Emmy nods. Oh, there's too many good shows. I'm, but you know, whatever. Ted Lasso got a bunch. <sighs> well, let's just roll into that. I'm yeah, really, what well, are you watching? Geez. Hey, world, guess what? What, Jeff? What? I just found something to watch. Let's make love! Where, where'd that come from? I don't know, man. Sometimes I just feel like. That's my song. Well, that is your song. When I'm having a nooner with the old lady, I put on Stream Dreams. Oh, Listen, I'm sure she loves that. We are watching, Emily, I see you, you have it on your list too, The White Lotus on HBO. Ooh, I'm very excited about this. Um, I like the first episode. There's only one. Mm-hmm. They're doing it old school, as HBO tends to does. Hey, appointment TV. Appointment I'm TV. all for it. I like it. And it's an interesting show. Yeah. Um, um, the likes of which I've never seen, but at being very well traveled, being in many resorts, some of them very luxurious. I'm into it because oh, yeah. I love the air of luxury and it's all bullshit at the end of the day. You know what I mean? It's all the people who just want to go home, pop open a cold one. Yeah, but it's also uh, created mm. and written by Mike White. Mike White, who, who is yeah, School yeah, of Rock. School of Rock. Mr. Uh, Ned Schneebly. We love School Ned Schneebly. And Ned Schneebles. I love I, It's Schneebley, Emily. Schneebley. Uh, so that's good. I recommend it. Dive deep into it, but it's just, you got to dip a tone in the shallow one because there's, there's not a lot of uh, inventory of that show yet. I'm excited to see what it yes. has in store. Looks- Jennifer Coolidge is great. Oh my God, The douchey always. husband is perfect. That's, oh. uh, he was he was a clop, clop from The Office. Oh, and the guy who was also, um, he was in Girls and he played yes. Fran, who was, what's her name's? I love that. He's a great actor. The girl- yeah. uh, uh, Dea Dario, Steve Zahn, who is, it was in the band, Captain yeah. Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters, oh, yeah. <laughs> and of course the O'Neaters. The O'Neaters. Uh, and the Wonders from That Thing You Do. And Love a, that movie. Steve Zahn is great in every movie he is in. Why? Because he only plays Steve Zahn. And he is definitely Steve Zahn in this. He's Steve Zahn. He plays a great Steve Zahn. And there's Zahn. a D shot in there too. Oh, yeah. And a ball shot, oh. like right in the beginning. <laughs> I was not. I was like, "Whoa, Sarah!" Because I rewatched it with Sarah because I wanted her to watch it. Yeah, and we love each other and spending time together. Mm-hmm. And shout out to my girl. <laughs> and you know, it's like it's so shocking. Yeah. So just watch it if if, if you watch it for anything, watch it for that scene. But oh, really no, great. don't watch it for that scene. I think it's a fake uh, Ever, twig why? and berries. Why can't men show their delicious hairy privates on screen? I don't feel like, like women that's... show their breasts. I, hey, why, I'm all for male so nudity instead of female nudity. It's like, no. how many titties have we seen since, like, at, on basic cable? Do you, you know? really want to know my, my my current record? Yeah, well, how, what is your count? What is your titty <laughs> I count? Know, <laughs> I used to look at that TV guide as a kid and look for oh. SSC next to the cable movies, <laughs> and I would tune in after everybody went to bed, and I'd be like, come on, SSC. Did you uh, circle Strong them? sexual content. Yes, oh my God. So the other thing I'm, uh, which is, I don't know if there's eh, a little strong sexual, eh, a little physical. Rose uh, uh, Byrne. Yes. The British actress. This is on Apple Plus. Apple Plus. It's about, you know, 80s birth of uh, aerobic exercising, group fitness like that. Uh, she has an eating disorder. She's got this inner monologue going the whole time. It's really dark, but it's also 80s, and the soundtrack is phenomenal. I'm talking 
deep cuts where oh, I was really? like shazamming the hell out of it. I'm like, that song's going on the playlist. Okay. Really great. Watch it. I think there's six episodes in, so they're okay. doing them weekly now, but really good. Watch it. And then I, I, I'm back into Dave. Uh, I wrote this. I was like, it gets better. And then after the last one, it's depressing again. Oh, I don't Jesus. know. It's like it's turning into Curb Your Enthusiasm, which I bowed out fairly early because I too. can't see somebody continually lose and lose and lose. I need a little dubs. That's how I feel. No, I can't, like, especially, in a, or I'm like, stop putting yourself in these stupid situations. I'm like, come yeah. on, you are smarter than that. Yeah, I need a little bit of, I need, I need, I need, a, I need a win, man. I need a, a happy ending once in a while, okay? Yeah. I'm trained because I'm a Hollywood actor. I'm, oh, okay? You're a Chicago and actor. I, I, Chicago Ch- Hollywood, actor. Chicago act, fine. Major motion picture star Jeff Morrow wants the happy ending because I'm conditioned when I play these roles in movies. They usually end with movie, happiness. Movie singular. Okay. Uh, so White Lotus, we covered Emily. Yeah. What watch? I'm watching the reboot of Gossip Girl on yes. HBO Max. We I, I've talked about before. I'm a huge fan of the original Super. Gossip Girl. Yeah, but is it necessary? Is this show necessary? Um, it's more cur- because Gossip Girl, the original, was created before like Instagram was a thing. Before there were even iPhones. You know, they, they were on like their freaking Samsung with the with the QWERTY Sidekick. board. Yeah, like Sidekick. shit like that. You know, like now it's a little bit more in the times. It's definitely a m- more diverse cast but it's still the same spirit of like drama and scandal and Upper East Side wealth which I love and I think they're doing a fantastic job and I would also like to add that the person who did hair on the original and the new one uh, did my hair once because nobody cares. Because, yeah, no, she oh. did. She, anyway, she did She's it. She ruined the I whole show. No, nobody's going to watch a new Gossip Girl. Oh, stop it. No, she did amazing hair and I worked with her on a show and when I was stressed out, she would play with my hair and like twirl <sighs> it and stuff and I'm like, oh my God. Would she like, would she sit on your lap while she did that? No, I sat in her you? chair. I was very stressed out during that show so I'd come and she's like, just but, sit like, down. But like you would sit on the, on the makeup chair. Yeah, I would she go would, in the makeup her chair. Her legs would crisscross kind of with your lap, No, right? it was not sexual, Jeff. Like in 16 Candles when they're on the exercise bike? <laughs> no, it was not like that whatsoever. You can't even make that. You can't even begin to okay. make 16 Candles this day and age. Oh, God, no. All those movies are just, they can't do they them are, anymore. They, what, were, yeah. what were you thinking then, Emily? What was I thinking? Stop it. I can't um, believe you let somebody touch your hair on. Did you consent? Yeah, I am. Okay, well, she just did. making sure, Emily. All right, tell me about Dumbass Love Island. Dumbass Love Island. Um, you're you're one for three right now. I know, but uh, Love Island is on CBS. It was originally done in the UK. It's just like a bunch of hot people in a villa, and you know they have to couple up. Oh. Anyway, I just love it. They are vapid hot people. Um, yeah, you gravitate to these. I definitely type of show. do. I wonder what that is. Why but, do you think that is? Does it I make you feel better about yourself because you're, you know, you're not vapid? No, and you're I not think like it's escapism. You know? Yeah, that's okay. what I like. I all like right. watching something that is so lowbrow that all I have to think about is what's in front of me. And I'm telling you, these girls' butts are insane. Like, yeah, and they all bu- wear. They're, they're injecting them, right? And they all wear the um, the bathing suits that you know are like the the thong bathing suits, and it's like their butts are every. I just don't know how people have butts like this. Because um, yeah, they usually they're usually cosmetically uh, plump. I don't know. Also, they're all like twenty one. I think a twenty one year old butt is a lot different than like you know a forty. I've been on this planet butt. for forty three years, Emily. How's your? I don't butt? think those butts are natural. I've seen a lot of a lot of butts, a lot of Cracks. a lot of butts. I've yeah. been around. The block, Emily. That's that's nothing. No, I've been on the same block. Twenty one years, Emily. Twenty one years. I'm just saying, I haven't been around the block. I mean, 
Yeah, but you not very. Been well a lot versed. of places. I've been a lot of places. Of... Seen a lot of ass. Seen a lot of ass. Uh, all right, Emily. Uh, enough of this. Okay. This is terrible talk. Well, but wait. First, uh, we we skipped over the best worst thing you ate. What was the best? Oh, what was the worst thing you made this week? So the best thing Jeff ate. What? Sarah made a really good salad with like peanut dressing and mm. shaved uh, Napa cabbage in rotisserie chicken just shredded with like a miso sesame dress. It was so good. It was so easy and fresh. And, you know, after the weekend, that's that's usually what I gravitate towards, salads and meats. Mm. That was great. And I also had a fabulous veal chop milanese Ooh. from Victory Italian in Oak Park, a new joint here. Real joint. If you're familiar with the Oak Park area, you know, there's a lot of places to go and eat and dine and there's some vibes and some scenes but this is like the first time like the italians are infiltrating you know the grease balls are okay. infiltrating into oak park oh wow usually they're, they're in elmwood park or yeah, melrose park mm-hmm. or wherever and that's where you go to, to be amongst the peoples and i'm automatically i gravitate towards those experiences but when they say when it's not on the special menu and they're like we got a we got veal we can do it any way you want we got good Ooh. veal in i go give me the veal i know there's a veal thing i know but listen a veal. Someone's going to eat it. Might as well be me. Yeah. I didn't, you know. I You'll didn't, appreciate it, it. I didn't like, you know, lower the price of veal. So it becomes a commodity no. again. No. It was really good. They do like the sauteed pepperoncinis, sliced cherry peppers, and a nice sauce. Ooh, with the pounded breaded bone in. Oh, wow. That veal. sounds like oh, an a little experience. Milanese. All right. What about you, Um? Okay. Well, actually, two things. There we go. I mean... On the healthier side, um, I made your asparagus and radish salad with the walnut dressing. I invented that. It is so good, and it is so hearty and flavorful and satisfying, um, you know, even for a meat eater like me. It's like all I need for a meal. So thank you, Jeff, for creating that. It is good, right? Because it's like... There's not like leafy greens. It's all like solid, hearty things. The asparagus. So good. And the radishes that you don't normally I love grab radishes. The, and that people should be grabbing because they're really fun. Like nothing really tastes like a radish. Oh, so. they got that like, you know, they got that spice to them. I love it. I what love it. What else was in there? I'll what else did the I put show in there? Um, there's lemon. Um, it's really just the asparagus, the radishes. Lemon seasoning, yeah. and you make the walnut dressing. Yes, That's the like walnut it. dressing. That walnut dressing is scrumptious. I actually think I'm going to make that today because I have nothing uh, to eat at home. Um, so I made. So I made that, and then uh, when we were in Michigan City, uh, Mike made a couple little small roasted chickens. He like gave it the full treatment, stuffed Ooh. the skin with like butter and lemon and fresh herbs. Did potatoes and carrots and onions. It cooked atop. He made this homemade gravy Ooh. that was insane. From it, pan drippings? Yes, from pan drippings. He tried to explain it to me with like the gelatin and the mouthfeel and all this stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I don't care. It's delicious. Whatever, you know, explanation you have, make this again, please. It was delicious. But, you know, he's a chef, so he can, yeah, he, you, you know. You, he made multiple roast chickens? They were two really small ones. So we had one for dinner and then we brought the other home. Just, he can eat a lot. What I you, had like how just it, the was breast it weird, meat. Like when you're like traveling in the car with the chicken, you're. Did you know the chicken wasn't? I put him in the front seat. You know, Were you I walking sat, out I sat of the in condo the back. unit with like a chicken, like on a leash. Yeah, <laughs> I put him. I put him in a stroller. I put the seatbelt on him, and I was like, you know, be quiet. Um, 
No, we put it in the freaking cooler. What do you think? I don't know if you're it was Jeff. Jeff, it was a tiny chicken. It wasn't that big. Was they, it like a know. Cornish game hen? No, it was a little bigger <laughs> than some game hen, but it was large enough to uh, fill up two people. Well, good for you. Good for you, Michael. Yeah, Shout he, out. He did good. It's magic hour. Sauvage. The new of the parfum. I can feel it. Yes. It's magic. Oh. Sauvage. And I felt that chicken. <laughs> you felt it. Oh, I felt it. It was so good. Um, I heard he does a sauvage reduction. He does. It was very uh, spicy. Oh, All right. So okay. what are you listening to, Jeff? Our oh, newest I segment. Got, I got, oh, I know. I got to write a song for this one, too. But I just couldn't get to it because I was writing Trisha Yearwood, a Grammy-nominated song oh, for yeah. her. Um, this is it. Can't stop it. It's on the band playlist now. The band is obsessed with it. Do a deep dive into this, man. I'm going to play you the track from the album. Sorry, our cleaning lady is vacuuming. Nothing I can do about it. Yeah. This is called Thunder Island by Jay Ferguson. It's from the 70s. It's a it's a deep, deep cut. It is a great song. Watch the live YouTube video if you get a chance. You won't know what hits you. Who is this again? Jay Ferguson, Thunder Island. Oh, yeah. oh. Is this like old or new? It's like 70s. Oh, okay. This transition's great. <laughs> Guitar on this track, Joe Walsh. Oh, I, I can feel that. Come on. All I know is I want to go to Thunder Island. Oh, I don't even know where Thunder song. Island is, but man, they should think that, that low, the White Lotus should be on Thunder Island. So that's Ooh. what I'm listening to, Em. All right. I got yours queued up here. This is a surprise. Any explanation for this before um, we... Well, it's uh, based on something that I watched last week and that you sent to me and that's oh, been in my head dude, nonstop. Totally. Uh, I kept watching live videos of this. Britpop. Uh, this is uh, Blur Park Life, which is like the most British song of the world. I'm halfway through this one. And this is hot. Oh, you are? Complicated. No, confidence. It's, like I said, very, very British. Confidence is the preference for the habitual foyer of what is known as. And they're, they're driving on the right side. Park Life! A morning suit can be avoided if you take a route straight through what is known as. Life. John's got Brewers group, he gets intimidated by the dirty pigeons. They love a bit of it. Who's that governor marching? You should cut down your pork life, mate. Get some exercise. All the people, so many people, they all go hand in hand, hand in hand over there. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I got into that originally when I was like maybe fourteen. Yeah, you were you were you were definitely into Blur. 
Totally. And then, you know, in the This Is Pop documentary on Netflix, I get into the the war between Blur and, and Oasis. Oasis, which I didn't. I'm, I'm a halfway through, so I was. It was more about Blur and how their goal was to be unapologetically British mm-hmm. because everything was grunge back then, which I never knew. Right? They came out in like '91, '92 at first, and they were competing with American grunge acts like Nirvana, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains, all that stuff. But they were like, "Screw it." They they weren't finding sex. Like, we're just gonna be who we are, and that's nasty Brits talking Nelly about the British. Bits. Yes. So yeah, it's- Damon Auburn. He's a, you know, a He's musical in the gorillas Jesus. Now. Yeah. yeah. Well, he is the gorillas. He's got Ball. like a thousand side projects. I don't even know. He's cool. But it's um, much cooler than the takes other. me back. Hey, in that this is pop. Did you watch the one on auto tune? No, I haven't. It's but so I did good. watch the um, the boys to men one, which was crushed me. Didn't it just make you end of the road? Man. You're right. Like it's the greatest song. And I was sitting and watching it with Mike, who's you know a little younger than me. So it's like we kind of miss each other on certain pop culture references, uh-huh. and it's you know he just didn't understand. They never be like you know, so, so crying yeah. and pulsating. In his voice, it cracked. He's like the voice cracked. I know. I told. Cracked. I told you that. I know, but I'd like to hear him say it. I was like, I always knew he cracked, but that's what made it. I know. Real. God special, bless. Emotional. Boys All right. IGQ and A here, Emily. What do we got? Well, we just got one listener email oh, this week. Um, it's email. not a question, but I really liked it. It was very thoughtful, and it's from Candace Snyder. Oh, Schneids. Uh, goes, Dear Emily and Jeff, but we all know who's actually checking this email. So <laughs> I first heard about your podcast from listening to Jeff on the Jen Hatmaker podcast. Yes. The first time I tuned in, I Shout was out to Jen Hatmaker. I know, She's right. the greatest. I know. Thank I don't you. even know her, but I love her. I grew up in a quiet, polite home in North Carolina. My one sibling is six years older than me, so it was almost like being an only child. However, I'm married into a large Italian family from oh. New York. If I close my eyes, your bantering puts me right back to my sister-in-law's huge family gatherings where every single person at the table is talking at once and everyone is keeping up with the 25 different conversations going on. When I first met my now husband, this was a bit intimidating for me, but now it brings me unimaginable joy. Keep up all the hard work. I look forward to your podcast dropping every week. Oh, Candace. Now, I know, you know, I know you get it. You get it, right? You married into getting it. And I yeah. love that. Mm-hmm. Spread the word. Thanks to Jen Hatmaker, you know, mm. introducing us to a whole new audience that wouldn't probably otherwise have met us here on the podcast. Yeah, so we thank so you. So thank you, Candace Snyder. Oh, Candace Snyder. I'm going to think about you all day today, Candace Snyder, and what you're up to and what you and the family are doing. No. Um, and how your husband takes you by the hand and walks you through the forest. And then you guys play among the bunnies and the foxes. Uh, Emily? Yeah, that's gross. Oh, stop so, it. So, Candace. We shout out to you because you are a gem. All right, now it's time for the biggest segment where not only you get to listen to a positive, usually review of the show, but you get to listen to somebody win something free. And it's rubs. Yeah. It's worms. It's the review of the day. Jeff, do you want to read this one? This is a five-star review from Girl of Mayhem. We're not asking for five stars. We just want an entertaining review. That's mm-hmm. honest. Oh, Jeff and Emily make my day brighter when I listen to the podcast. 
I've been listening since it came out last year, and by far my favorite podcast right now. You you heard that, Emily? Right? I heard that. I heard it. Holy smokes! I know, I'm so it's nervous happening. to read the rest of this. I've adored Jeff since Food Network star, and watch him and all the other delightful co-hosts on the kitchen every week. Thank you. But having this side of his life with his awesome sibling is even better. Sorry, Dane and Frank. I literally cry laugh when listening to them because they are that funny. Maybe it's our generation's sense of humor, but their stories and Jeff's random character outbursts are hilarious. The family stories. <laughs> worst of the Give family them what stories, they want. The guest bartender, Andrea. Oh. The how was your week and what do you watch in segments make my day. Frank's taking phone calls from Pam are so good. Keep up the great work. You twos. I never want it to end. Oh, man. Wow. That's a review of the day. That's You're getting rubs, one. girl of mayhem. Reach Make out sure. to me via Instagram or at askjeff at comeonover.com. And, uh, man, I don't know what to tell you. Wow, that's it all. That's, oh. This is not just a ringer, too. I mean, they were listing I know. Segments. She knows. She knows. Or I think, oh, yeah, because it is girl of mayhem. It is a, it is a female. So, yeah, that was a great one. Thank you so much. Review of the day. All right. Now we go into this week's topic. Jamming on the wall. Yeah. Like the third most popular birthday song, wouldn't you say, Stevie song? I think so. The I third really, next really to the birthday not, song and the other one. There's not really that many birthday songs out there, but now I, I just Oh my God, Jay one. Ferguson, who sings Thunder Island. Stop it. When my bassist, Randy, said, uh, yeah, his name's Randy. There's not enough Randys around in this world. I know, we need world. more Randys. And I was listening, because I wanted to hear what the whole album sounded like. I only got like two and a half songs. Oh, no. It is not a good album, because I was like... I'm only two songs. I'm afraid of the to continue on further because the next track is called Happy Birthday Baby. Oh my God. It's Kay Ferguson, Thunder Island fame. This isn't really that upbeat. It's a terrible birthday song. Oh God, maybe fast forward a little. See Stop what's... it. Let the journey go where it's got to oh, go. It's making me uncomfortable. Baby blue, who could get <laughs> oh. standing there? I must confess. That you've been the very best of all my life. Jeff, is this one of your songs? I swear to God, I wrote this. <laughs> Time did not change your style. You're still strong and you're sometimes wild. But then you like the child to me. Oh. It's actually not bad. Now you must do it a second time. to the birthday part. I don't know. But the days only made it better and I'm so glad. Happy, happy birthday, baby. All right, there we go. There we it go. It was worth it, man. I don't know. Questionable. Debatable, that's for sure. I, happy I birthday, don't... happy birthday, baby. I, I hope it's been your lucky day. Uh, well, it's my lucky day, Emily, because it's it's my birthday. Happy birthday. How are we starting this birthday celebration off? We are first going to start. We we did a call to action for some birthday blunders. Oh, my God. Which we got some uh, short little bangers for listener lightning round. And we also got some uh, some long form that I, we're going to do, you know, some sound effects. Can't and wait. 
voices, which Jeff, I don't even think you know what voices I've planned for you oh yet. Oh my God, I love a good improvisation. I know. Well, um, this is one. We're going to start off with one from Jolene. Jolene, Jolene. And um, it's called, I or I named it, Don't Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Jeff, I queued up that sound effect for you. Okay. That you can start. And I'm going to attempt to do a Minnesota accent. Oh, it's Christ. short. So um, I apologize. I don't know if she's from Minnesota, but she made a reference to Minnesota. So that's enough for us to take off on. Love it. All right. Here we go. I live. <laughs> oh, I live. What was that? Oh, me your baseball sound effects sucks. I know, but it's for baseball ambi- oh, I ambiance. I have heard one baseball all, all nine innings. I found oh, it on Jesus YouTube. Christ. All right. This is like the intro. I'm going to fast forward I'm to from, the I'm third from inning. Minnesota. I lived in Minneapolis at the time <laughs> and dated this real D-bag. I wasn't not a fan of the twins, but getting gifted a game ticket from my boyfriend at the time to go with his buddy, not himself, because he had to work. <laughs> What do I sound like? Just I keep don't going. Even I'm know. not going to interrupt. It's too good. Um, it was pretty terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Janet uh, Ross, she's a whore. Janet Ross, she's a whore. Oh, Lord. Right. Sorry. Um, Minnesota. Thought it was <laughs> like he brought me up. Oh, my God. <laughs> How do I do? Do a Minnesota accent for me. Let me try, try to emulate thought, it. Ooh, he thought it. He brought it. It's hard. Oh. oh. <laughs> he, he brought me up toward oh. that trip to Tahiti. And was. Ooh, he thought it was. <laughs> he thought it was like he bought me a trip to Tahiti and he was so excited about it. I had the most terrible time because I didn't even know his friend and didn't really understand baseball. I just quietly. <laughs> I just, quite frankly, didn't want to be there. So that's why it was terrible. Oh, I do appreciate baseball now. And having lived in Minnesota for four years and gone to a few games and had a fun time, I would now call the Twins my team when it comes to baseball. Thanks, guys. And then she said, L-Y-S-M. What does that mean? Love your sexy mustache. Oh, how do they I don't know. Love... L-Y-S-M. I'm looking it up okay, here on the What does L-Y-S-M mean? It means love you so much, oh Emily. You, you didn't know that? Didn't Everybody know that knows either. that. L-Y-S, because maybe Michael doesn't say it enough. Oh, he does. Mm, I don't think so. He does. What time? It's magic. My love magic. tank is full, as Vicky Gundelson Ew. would say. Yeah. I once did an event with Vicki Gundelson when oh she was God. with her crooked husband. Wait, are you talking about uh, Brooks? Yeah, and I was on They a, never got married. Oh, the so one who faked her and cancer. Brooks, it was on, I was on a boat and I was sick. Oh, my God. I had like the flu and I was had to like travel like three plane rides to like someplace in Idaho. She was there in a box. It was the strangest thing I did, but we talked a long time. Oh, my God. I it's never knew about cool. this. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. I've had, I have a lot of stories about many of my celebrities encounters emily oh me too now that i'm in the movie biz oh i'm gonna really ramp those numbers independent uh, films uh, of uh, chicago color me a fan color you a bastard all right this next one is called fishy birthday surprise by emily sturberg oh my god we've had sturberg yeah, yeah, before we've, we've we've uh she's contributed something she, she's always there she's always lurking in the distance thank you emily sturberg all right this is oh you're calling for a new england kennedy accent era my favorite so you note about birthday mishaps Thought I'd share a family fave. She's a, a, a woman. 
f- what do you want me to do? Like a woman. Like, oh, I oh, I can't. Oh, we selected a restaurant. Like, uh, oh, that. No, a no. few years ago, yeah, I invited okay. my newish boyfriend, now fiance, years later, to celebrate my birthday with my mom and her boyfriend. <laughs> when thinking about what, <laughs> when thinking about what restaurant I wanted to go to, I knew oysters champagne would make for a special celebration. We selected a restaurant. I will not reveal which one, unfortunately. And we made a reservation. And upon arriving on the big day, our table reservation could not be accommodated as we planned. And we were instead sat along a narrow bar table in the bar. Hey, no problem, boss. Love sparse seating. I love bar seating, too. too. Yeah, really and truly. Great for conversations with randos. I figured this might make said boyfriend feel more comfortable since it was a bit more casual than planned. We ordered some bubbles and looked at the menu and decided on the seafood tower. Delightful. Oh, yay. Only problem, the tower came with three pieces of each item. Ruh-roh, uh-uh. shrimp, oysters, etc. But we had four people. That is a problem. When ordering, we asked the waitress if we could add a fourth piece of each item and pay the difference. She agreed, and we proceeded to order several more shareable options. Reminder, very narrow bar table situation with not a lot of space. Oh, no. Uh, Foreshadow. The conversation is flowing, and 20 or so minutes later, four seafood towers come out of the kitchen towards us. Holy shit. I figured some others around us probably ordered the same thing, but unfortunately, all four were placed on a mini table. (laughs) I know, right? I want to see a picture of this. I know. I hate causing problems at restaurants, and much to our server's disappointment, we had to get a manager involved. There were talks that we'd have to pay for all four. So we finally came to the conclusion together that ordering four seafood towers in addition to the rest of our order in our tiny space was just not a logical request and not what we intended. No. Exactly. They adjusted the food tower as we originally requested and we moved on with our night. All in all, the issue was resolved and we enjoyed the rest of the evening. I still feel bad for our server to this day. Kind of funny. Side note, this is my fiance's favorite story to tell. P.S. Love you guys. Love the podcast. Thanks for all the laughs during the tough time of quarantine. Emily Sturberg. Wow. Emily Sturberg. Awesome. I know. I think that's a great story because visually, I mean, really, server, who would order individual? Nobody's done that. No. Maybe two for a large group, but four people at a small table I know. ordering four three-tiered, which I assume is a tiered seafood tower. Yes. Tower, the uh, operative word there. Mm-hmm. Huh. I don't know. I imagine them being like marched out like in a row, you know, like yeah. a dun, single. Dun, dun, yeah. dun, 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 and sparklers. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, exactly. All right. This one's called Sick Surprise by Car Richer. <laughs> I don't know. Why is this British? I don't know. I just he, thought Carl Richer is not a British Carl name. Carl Richer. Carl, we always do British accents. All oh, right. Well, then you do whatever accent you want to do. Carl Richer. Hey, guys. Carl Richer. Deal with it. Hi. So I'm not sure if this will qualify as a blunder. When I was 11, my siblings and I threw a huge surprise party for my mom, Denise Richer. Oh, yeah. I made that up. Good. We invited all her friends. About 20 people were at our house, and it was a Friday night. My mom often worked late. And by late, I mean that sometimes she didn't even come. Home. Oh, Ooh. Denise. She was a lawyer translator and worked with clients from all over the world. So she had to work on their schedule, not our local time. And the law firm she worked for was richer, richer, and richer. <laughs> <laughs> so at around 5.30, she calls home. Uh-oh. To tell us that she won't be home for dinner. What? 
But that was predicted, wasn't it? Everyone was already at our house, and as we've been asking her all week if she could come home early so we could do something special, just the four of us for her birthday. So she was supposed to come home for 6 p.m. My sister freaked out. Oh. I suffer from several chronic illnesses. <laughs> I know, I know. Sorry. So my mom and I spent a lot of time at the hospital. So now I feel stupid doing an accident, Emily. I'm fair Not up. just for appointments, but often in the ER too. So my sister, who's the oldest, shoves me into her room and starts dialing my mom's office number and tells me to sound really, really, really sick. I'm a horrible liar, but I was also heartbroken that my mom would miss her party, so I did it even though I thought I sounded super fake. My sister grabbed the phone for me and amped it up, telling my mom how horrible I looked, and I acted that I really wasn't okay. She completely panicked and said she would rush home. Uh -uh. When everyone jumped out to her surprise, and she just yelled, Leave me alone! Where's car? We gotta go to the ER now! <laughs> it took over five minutes for my sister, brother, and I to convince her that I was really okay and that we had done it to get her home. Man, she loved her party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I still feel sort of guilty, but thankfully it didn't turn into the boy who cried wolf because my sister told her very clearly how she had been the one responsible for it all. Yeah. It's a karma situation. She still says it was one of her best birthdays. That's cute. Yeah, right. You it's know. nice and wholesome, you know? Yes, yeah. This wasn't about a mom coming home early to a party situation. We've all heard that before. This was coming home to be the party. Yeah. If you're not the party, then you're the... You're not invited. You're not invited. No. Richer, richer, and richer. Don't richer offer. the best. All right. Um, right. Let's go on to LLR. LLR. Like it. All right. Oh, God. It's birthday, baby. All right. So we'll start off from Amy Clinton. What's up, Amy? I had a doctor appointment, and the doctor ended up giving me a pain injection blocker for my hip pain. She hit the wrong spot, and my Ooh. entire left oh. side was numb for 24 hours. My husband had to Uber from our place in Chicago up to Skokie to come get the car and drive me home as they wheeled me out in a wheelchair, and I had to cancel all my birthday plans that day with my twin sister. Spent the next 24 hours on the couch with the dogs. Oh, is there really so, there's a pain injection blocker for a hip pain, huh? I'm sure there's pain injection blockers. I gotta look for that for my plantar fasciitis. I know. You know what? Mine is flaring up now because oh, I've been all, running. Uh, it's the running. It's the I impact. know. It's what hard. Are you do? All right, Jeff. It's worth it. Bring it on, planters. Okay, this is from Kiggle7. I was gifted a Roomba battery by my now ex boyfriend. I don't even own a Roomba. I know. Weak. <laughs> Weak as hell. I know. This is Former from... Former Mr. Kiggles. Kiggles. Suck. I'm glad you've been dumped. <laughs> this is from Girl Just Fly High. My sister Lizzie left a dead snack in my sister Ellen's car on her birthday to scare shit out of her. <laughs> What's a Dude, dead I, snack? I I'm so I have so many questions. Girls a just fly how snack in my sister. Maybe it's like a roadkill. Oh, oh, and she has another one, Jeff. Oh, uh, I love her. From Girl Just Fly High. I once gave my sister a really nice box for her birthday that was empty. I said it was a box of love. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's good. Not hey, bad. Not that's clever, at least. Totally. This one's from Danielle K0713. Vomiting, and it landed on my jeans. Yeah, happy 36th birthday to me. Oh. Question, whose vomit was it? Can't leave us wanting that information, Danielle. That's rude. Oh, hold on a second. It's a two-parter. Uh, yesterday was my birthday. We were finishing up dinner, and a kid at the table next to us started projectile vomiting. 
and it landed on her jeans. So she, it wasn't her vomit. It's no, terrible. I know. I can like handle my vomit. It's like your own farts and burps. I haven't been around vomit in a while. Well, you're not into vomit play? No, I'm not. All right, this is from Benny. Wait, are you? <laughs> no, no answer. This is from Benny R. Paris. We played a kitty drinking game where you hit cans of pop with the ball and tried to chug as much as possible before the other team found the ball you threw. Got a six. Speaking wait, of vomit. Wait a minute. We A drinking game where you hit cans of pop with a ball. And then you... Chug as much of the maybe while they the, try the, to find the ball. Do they try to knock over? I'm confused. This is, but weird. I want to play it. I love a good physical drinking game. Yeah, well, you know, one that makes your insides explode. All right, Jeff, on to the next one. It's hard to drink a lot of pop. It is. You know what I mean? Yeah. This one is from Eames S N Seventeen. Friends didn't realize it was my husband's birthday until I brought out the cake. Well, whose fault was that? But did you did you tell him it was their the birthday boy's birthday? Friends, I don't know. Poor guy. Probably everybody was like, "What are we singing? What I know. is this? What is? Why is this cake got decorations why is cake and candles? Got fire! This is stupid." This is from Gr Handweave. Glass on grill exploded all over the food. Had to order pizza. Oh. The gas grill exploded all over the food. Glass on oh, grill. Gla- Where did the glass people? Guys. I need to know these elements of the story. It's hard in the when you two parter, bro. Grams. I know you guys got to really come up with the two parts. All right, so this we is Deanna O three says made pineapple upside down cake for my mom's birthday. Forgot the pineapple, just an upside down cake. Oh, oh. this is from News Rebecca Bear. Had my gallbladder removed Ooh. four days before my birthday one year. Does that count? I think so. Jack, I had mine removed. Yeah, right. It, it, I recovered very nicely from it. Oh, did you now? Maybe they gave you some uh, some painkillers. Hey, and pain blockers in oh, your brain. In the brain. Ooh, in the bladder. <laughs> you know, you don't need the gallbladder. No. Technically, Should I just get rid bile. of mine for fun. What are you talking about? Just joking. Oh, an elective glo- an gallbladder elect- yeah. surgeries. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go in. I want you to make that call. Can you call your primary right now? <laughs> yeah, I will. Right. Can you get now. her on the blower and say, "Hey, Doctor." Le- Latanya. Dr. Latanya. No. All right, Jeff, just get on to the next. Letters S. Rachel says, one year the only card I got was from my dentist because my fam thought the rest would send one. Um, Real sad. I'm sorry, Rachel. But why would your dentist give you a birthday card? That's a little odd. And like, because they're you're in the system. They're like, Question. oh, dentist, this whatever, mm. like Johnson and Johnson dentistry. I think they had a wishes you a happy birthday. How many times did he give you the gas? Are you saying maybe they were having an affair that know. involved it's, gas and pain blockers? Pain blockers. You, they put you out with the, the yeah. Anesthesia. Put you out. Yeah. No one really gets out from the gas. This is from KPS eight two five. Set my long pigtails <laughs> on fire, blowing out the candles. I've seen it. You many have many times. Oh, really rare on videos. Oh well. Hey, it's a crowd pleaser. This is from a- America's Funniest Home Videos. That's I know. Like a- America. This is you. You're the red, white, and blue. Oh, the funny things you do. America, America. This is you. That can we listen, please? Oh I have God! To. All right. It is so freaking good. This is very underrated. I mean. The voice? Red, white, and blue. All the funny things you do. America, America. 
America, this is you. Oh, oh wow, that's stop so it. Stop it. Talk, that's the best birthday present anyone could ask for, right, huh. Jeff? I know. It's not even, I wish that song was a birthday song. Maybe I could change it. May, who knows? Now, since I'm an acclaimed one song writer. All uh, it takes is one. Hey, this is from AML819. <laughs> Husband threw me a surprise birthday party and invited all our family and friends. That's it. He didn't decorate, get food, beverage, a cake, just invited people. <laughs> LOL. I was like, I only read that as one. I was like, okay. I know. AML819. But man... All he did was make a couple phone calls. This prick. I know. Just came here. Just, hey, guys, just show listen, up. I don't like that. I don't. Listen, you got to do that. You got to take care of your lady friends, people, yeah. and man friends. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't need everything, but you, you got to do a little effort. At least get some pizza and Can a I salad. Can I tell a story? Can I tell you my blunder? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. My blunder. Yeah. Last year, forgot Sarah's birthday Ooh. until 11 o'clock a.m. Oh, wow. And we were up from like 5.30. And I was like, why is she acting weird? I swear. I have never, in our 21 years together, I have never felt that bad well, and guilty in my life. And I've done some stupid shit, obviously. I mean, yeah. in our 20s, of course, many dumb things. But that, I felt so bad. Isn't that, it's the worst That's feeling. Bad. And I'm so sorry, my love. Oh, how'd I you, did it. How'd I was you like, make oh my God, her? I felt so bad. Lorenzo didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. Oh my anything. God, Jeffrey. That- I know it sounds like, oh, we've all kind of done this. But not when you live just three people in a house in the morning and you're up for like, Six hours already? Yeah, that's a lot of hours. It's not like we rolled out of bed and I forgot an hour. And I'm like, oh my God. Shameful. Shameful, Jeffrey. Maybe I should call her right now. She's going to get mad. I'm going to call her. We haven't talked to Sarah in a long time. Well, she, you know, it's hard to get her on the podcast. I've tried. Hello. Hey, you're on the podcast right now. We're doing our birthday episode. Uh, Since it's my birthday, can you indulge us just by a quick question on the air here? Okay. Remember when I forgot your birthday last year? <laughs> yes, I remember. <laughs> it was like 11 o'clock before I figured it out, correct? <laughs> correct. That is very true. I'm so sorry. I How actually did... think I might have cried. <gasps> I would too. Before... I cried too. Yeah, I think you did. I cried. I did. I was so sad. You forgot my birthday. Wait, did you cry before <laughs> I revealed that I forgot your birthday? I think I cried oh. when you were like, oh, when you were like, Sarah. It's your birthday. And I was like, yeah, it's my birthday. That's been my biggest was- regret in our whole relationship. You know that. <laughs> you looked at me. I, I, Emily, I was, I wanted to cry. Oh. And I don't cry very easily. But I really wasn't that upset. I, I cried for a minute and then I moved on. Mm. I did move on. But you're, you know, you're going to have the best birthday this year. That's all that matters, Jeffrey. <laughs> We're going to be in Charleston. Oh, I know. We're oh, going to be in Charleston. We're going to be eating. We're going to be in Charleston. Riding bikes around. We're going to ride be bikes so and hold hot. hands. going to be sweating balls. Um, oh, it's going to be hot. Sarah, my question for you is how did you feel as you were probably no doubt getting a ton of birthday messages from other friends via Facebook, Instagram, texts, emails, and you look over across the kitchen island at your husband who no, it's has said slovenly on the couch with the laptop on my belly. Who has said nary a word. I How actually, did that feel? I think you had gone out, right, Jeff? Were you hungover? Oh, oh. oh I Ash, think that was shit. what happened. I think that was what happened. Yeah. I don't you know It wasn't was this okay. year, it was last year, right? It was two thousand twenty, I believe. I don't know, Jeff. Yeah, it wasn't well, no, definitely not this I year. Maybe it was my 41st or 42nd. I wasn't, you know, I handled it really well. Yeah, you weren't like handled, mad. No, I wasn't. We've been together too long. I can't do that anymore. Oh, I was, it looks like I, I was traveling to go to the kitchen. Yeah, you don't get yeah. nearly as mad at me as you used to. 
You used to get mad at no, me I, all the time, and now you now you don't even care like what I do. It's so liberating. I think, can, I think that's because I I take my Lexapro daily. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Sarah Edith yeah. Morrow. Thank you, Lexi Lexapro. All right, I love you. We love I you. Go. That was a great Bye. job. See, she should be on all the time. Bye, love you. Bye. Bye. Oh my God, oh, that's great. Look at her revealing things. Emily. I know. Wow, so Ex- deep. Sarah Morrow exclusive. Hey, it's she so loves it. Rare. It, did, it did change her whole. Demeanor, mm. taking that wonder truck, man. Oh, who knew? Who knew? Who Doctors, knew? Emily. That's who knew. Okay. Um. Uh, we got a couple more here from the French Latka. I like that. I got a USB cable for my 40th that birthday. Was, That's hot. I know. That's your one way to bone zone right there, Emily. Hey, you know, I got a drawer full of USB cables. So, you know, who's you the winner there? <laughs> this And our last one is from Cassid He Walker that I didn't have come on over before. And all my friends' B-Days have been great since. Oh. <gasps> Oh, so that's her blunder that she didn't have the cookbook, I'm oh. guessing, before, but now she does, and it's always awesome because she's cooking for Yeah, it. you know what's the best gift, Emily? Come on over the cookbook by Jeff Morrow, percent. available at comeonover.com. If you don't have it, order it for somebody. Yeah. And you can get a signed copy at morrowprovisions.com. Oh, bamskis, done. And, and all the other things that you can send, the merch. Love we got the new merch. shirts, the Jardinera shirts and the hats, moralprovisions.com. Check them out. I spent a lot of time. I spent a lot of time on everything, Emily. I know you do. But you know what? Um, speaking so of time passing, like the the wind in our lives. Um, I have the last. Down to Gonky Punk, listening to the wind of change. Take me. To the magic of the moon. I love that. down to go keep Okay, Jeff, stop it. Love that song. Um, so Jeffrey, this is the last birthday surprise. The last one. And I want you to click on that link there. Okay. Click I'm on not gonna the link. Look at the link though. It's a lot of play. All right. Yeah. <gasps> Hi, Jeff. Oh, stop it. We just it. wanted to say we love you and happy birthday. Happy birthday, Jeff. It's huh? me, your little sister, Dana. Thank you for always being such Dana. a great big brother. I really cherish the relationship we have developed, especially as we have both become adults. Oh, I'm so I... proud of you and all that you have achieved, especially since your success hasn't changed you. Ooh, You're still the same I guy disagree. who would let me crash your yeah, late night cheat meals with Sarah. <gasps> I love you so much. Happy birthday. Hi, sweetheart, it's Aunt Catherine. We wish you a very happy Mm. birthday today. Okay, sweetheart? Love you. That's it. Hi, Jeff. This is Aunt Fran, your godmother, wishing you a very happy birthday. Watching you grow up, I could see how special you were. I remember that one Christmas morning when you were upset because you thought Aunt Catherine and I gave you too many gifts and you didn't deserve them. Well, Jeff, you deserve everything good that comes your way. Happy birthday. Mm. Love you, Aunt Fran. Oh. Jeffrey, your cousin Dave here. Oh, shit. Happy How many? birthday. You're diving. I just wanted to send this wish out to the most <laughs> athletically gifted <laughs> Morrow that I know. We play From tennis and disc golf together. expert professional tennis skills to your <laughs> insane ability to throw discs. Yes, I did say discs. Raise a glass of tequila to this wonderfully athletically <laughs> oh gifted 
Chef Morrow. Oh my God. I'm Cheers. So uncomfortable happy birthday. Oh, well, here, right. This is a little happy birthday shout out to my best Cougine. <laughs> Jeffrey, happy where's, birthday. Where's he recorded this one in? Have a wonderful day. I don't know. He's a lot. He's popping Hope the piece. You have something really nice on tap. Maybe uh, get all dappered up, go out for dinner. <laughs> Maybe even wear those hokas. <laughs> really sharp. A hoka. Cousin Eddie. My giant shoes. Who would have thought at 43 you'd be wearing hokas? <laughs> Anyways, wish you a happy birthday and a great year ahead. Take care. Hey, Uncle Jeff. It's Frankie. Just wanted to say happy birthday. You're a great father. You're a great uncle to me and Lino. You're a great husband to Sarah. And I just wanted to say that above all that, you are an amazing baby. I hope you remember the time when I was two and it was Halloween and you dressed up like a giant baby and you sucked on a bottle in front of me. I remember I was in the Bob, Bob the Builder costume. It was a great time. Anyway, just wanted to say I I'm proud of you for all your success and you're the best uncle ever. Aww. And I love you. Bye. Hey, Jeff. Uh... It's Mikey Savage. Uh, just wanted to wish oh you a happy God. birthday, bro. Um, I hope you have a fantastic day. I hope you get to celebrate in every single way that you possibly can, even though I know you would much rather me prefer being at your backyard pizza oven in a Prince Charming suit with some body glitter making you some pizzas. But unfortunately, I have to work. So uh, I will see you very soon and hope you enjoy your day, bud. Bye. Jeffrey, the profession you chose and success you achieved is remarkable in so many ways. First of all, the many Instagram posts of your favorite eateries have proven very useful to me. When I use your name, they give me a very generous discount. (laughs) Your tenacious efforts to break into the culinary and entertainment world is extremely admirable. It still continues today, resulting in the many successes you have achieved and also just begun to achieve. You definitely are a great husband and father. Let's not forget about the goodwill you share with others, including the many charitable organizations you work with. You're very passionate in all all of these areas, and your execution appears effortlessly. Maybe that's because it comes very natural to you, and you enjoy it so much. So nice. Happy, happy birthday, my dear son. Happy birthday, Dad. I love you. You're the best father in the world. I am glad to have you in my life. Love you. From Lorenzo. Oh. Happy birthday, Jeffrey Michael Morrow, to our wonderful son. You were such an agreeable little guy from birth, always taking the blows and knocks from your big brother and recovering so easily. You were probably the calmest and easiest of all the kids, I yes. must say. Sorry, the yeah. only demands you place on us were for our real laughter. From the time you were eight years old, you've been entertaining me in particular, and we have always spoken the same language, loved the same music, and have the same sense of humor. Entertaining our large extended family with George Bush and Andrew Dice Clay, and now your Cajun guy impressions have always been hysterical and a highlight to our gatherings. Your talent and sense of comedic timing is awesome. As you know, I don't throw that's ironic. I know, right? That's like up to even in your celebrity. You remain humble and a family man and a wonderful son. I am proud to be your mom and wish you the happiest birthday ever. Love you. Jeff. Pause it. Just wait till my film career takes off. I know. My Hollywood career. This is the last one. I would like to preface this by saying after, you know, I sent out, you know, a message to the family asking for this. And I said specifically between 30 to 60 seconds. 
Okay. And I, is this Frank, right? Frank. And, okay. and also just. And we're at 530 right now on the clock here. And it nine, this goes to 920. So this is okay, this is four minutes. It's, it's well worth your time. And also, I just would like to add, um, Kelly and Lino were not able to make messages, but they say happy birthday. Very good. He had two sleepovers in a row. I don't know. Press play. Hey buddy, this is your big brother, Frank. Man, I can't believe you are getting so old, um, just as I am. Um, you're in your 40s now. But I remember when you were just a little kid who was so freaking skinny that I probably wanted to kill you. Well, in fact, I tried to assassinate you several times. Um, sorry about that. Because uh, I wanted to be the only child. Um, I'm glad that didn't happen because you are awesome. Um, but you... Your skinniness really, really caused me to, to, to have a lot of envy for your body type as a little chubby. How is this a birthday message? Um, and it's kind of important to tell you that I, I believe, honestly, that you could have been the first in the moral bloodline whose rib cage was always on display as... You were always shirtless, just running around the house in the neighborhood. Um, and I remember we all used to joke about eating your ribs because you could see them through your skin, basically. And you would get so upset about it, which made us do it even more. Um, but one of the more memorable stories that comes to mind is that after when you found Emily in the pool unconscious that summer, it really affected you psychologically. In fact, I, I believe we all went to therapy about it. Uh, you would never let Emily out of your sight. You were constantly worried about her. Where's Emily? Oh, my God. You just had to be by her all the time, making sure she was okay. So I picked up on this cue, obviously, as the shitty older brother, and I seized the opportunity um, during those challenging uh, times for you to bust your balls. Um, I remember we were shopping one time. In the husky section, as always, with Emily and Mom, um, they were both there. And I remember thinking, you know what? I'm going to take Emily and I'm going to shove her in the clothes rack so she just disappears. No. And then I'm going to wait for Jeff to freak out when she's not there. So I knew it wouldn't take long for him to freak out uh, and say, oh, my God, where's Emily? You know, he started getting all worked up when he couldn't find her. And then I didn't say anything, but my mom was starting to get a little worried about looking for Emily. And I was waiting for that last possible minute to reveal what I had planned. But I saw my mom about to go up to like the store clerk. So I finally pulled Emily out of the clothes and said, hey, I found her. I found her. I never said anything. It was a big lie. But I remember how upset Jeff was, and I instantly felt horrible. Guess I was trying to cause you some type of pain all the time, Jeff, whether it was physical or oh mental. mental. Um, and I'm sorry about that. But no matter what I did, I always felt bad. And I like to think that you have become the man you are today because of me. No, just kidding. But no, bottom line not. is kids will be kids. I'm glad the brotherhood that we share really has blossomed into a beautiful, non-abusive relationship. And, and you and I are closer than ever now. You're the godfather to my son uh, and vice versa. I'm the godfather to Lorenzo and you're my best friend. I love you, buddy. 
and I'm looking forward to some many more great years with you. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you, family uh, and friends and everybody. Thank you, honestly. That was very surprising, Emily. I did not expect that. Believe it or not, thank you for the hard work with that. You're welcome. I really do appreciate it. I know what it entails to get everybody wrangled to do a nice message. It wasn't easy. But, you know, hey, you know what? People are willing to to give their love. And just thanks to Frank for just, you know. Wow. It was like a wedding speech. Or like the letter you write at a intervention. I know. But he was the one like reading his own letter. He was the one being uh, intervened. He's he's intervening himself. Oh, my heavens. That's Frank for you guys. That's what makes this uh, podcast special is obviously my family, Emily. Everybody in our world getting a little uh, airtime here. Oh, yes. We love showing you where we're from and the people that make us who we are. Uh, but what makes this podcast even more special are all you listeners that we love so much. So please continue to subscribe, rate, give us that review of the day that we love. Get yourself some free rubs. I know. And share with everybody the magic of this podcast. Because you know everybody's going to want to listen to this podcast. I know, right? Because especially after that last Love letter from Frank. I know, jeez. <clears throat> Send us all your questions to askjeff at comeonover.com. We thank you all for coming on over. We we want to wish the patriarch of this podcast, Jeffrey Morrow, the happiest of birthdays as he is 43 this year. The oh, year of the year of the clam. The year of the clam. Thank you for coming to my birthday party. Um, Emily, what a great day. Great you really day. did a great job on the songs. Um, way better than I thought if you told me you were going to write a song. I was like, oh boy. But thank you all for coming over to Get the Hell Out. Come On Over podcast is powered by Game Plan, produced and edited by me, Emily Morrow. All original songs, except for that birthday song, are all written by Jeff Morrow. And um, we wish him a happy birthday, and we thank you all for listening, and we will hang out the next time. I love birthdays. Okay, here it goes. <laughs> <laughs>